Hello, everybody. Thanks for checking into Moving Up the Ladder here on LJN Radio. As always, on Moving Up the Ladder, we're here to add knowledge and insight into the success of your career or business in any way we can. I'm your host, Tim Muma. Today, we're tapping into the idea of your personal brand. First of all, understanding what you're branding to others, sometimes unintentionally, and then how to effectively manage that brand, all in an effort, really, to up your value. For this, we've called upon Andrea Corso, an individual with 17 years of corporate human resources experience and the founder of C3 Coaching and Consulting. Andrea joins us from Virginia today. Thanks for coming on the show, Andrea. Thanks for having me, Tim. Obviously, people like to know, I give you a a quick little peek into your career there, but people like to know exactly where our guests are coming from. So if you could give us a little description of your professional experience thus far. Sure, I might be happy to. So as you mentioned, my background is in human resources, and I spent about 15 years inside the corporate world, um, 11 of those years in a large Fortune 100 company, climbing the ladder and taking on various HR leadership roles. And it was in my last five years in the corporate world um, where I spent most of my time in leadership development, career development, and coaching. That's when I fell in love with this whole area of career and leadership development. Mm -hmm. And that eventually inspired me to leave corporate and start my own company, C3 Coaching and Consulting. And at C3, we, we really focused on helping individuals and organizations reach their highest potential through career and leadership development, coaching and consulting. Great. Obviously, you know, you know, a lot of people we talk to have that sort of working in that corporate world for a while and then realizing, you know, hey, I have the experience and knowledge to do this ourselves. So obviously yeah. great to have you on. When we talk about this idea of personal brand, I guess, how do you define that? How do you give us a, a picture of what that really means for an individual? The way I define brand and, and I see brand and you know, how I've experienced it through my, my work is something, you know, an, an image, a trait, a characteristic, mm-hmm. That something that identifies a product, a company, or a person, and in this case it would be a person, as distinct or different. So it's, it's going to be what separates somebody out, okay. you know, makes them distinct, and it's really what people think of when they see that brand or that person's name. So when we're talking about, you know, again, as you mentioned, that branding, a lot of people just think of a, a company in some, of some sort, and you think of maybe a logo or a slogan. Right. What makes it important for an individual then, especially a job seeker when they're going out there? And obviously we talk about in a resume trying to stand out or you know, that kind of yeah. thing. But how does that work when you're talking about a brand, even if you're just at work? So, you know, I just think when you think about a personal brand for, for somebody who's a job seeker or even a current employee, it's those slogans or words that describe each of us and what we do. So, the way it works is it would be, you know, that brand is something that's going to help set that job seeker apart mm-hmm. or even the, the individual in the workforce. And, and it'll set them apart if they're able to articulate it and if they embody it in what they say and what they do. So if you think about having a personal brand, it's really being able to say who I am, what I do, and then demonstrating that in how you perform and how you act and how you behave. And it really can assist individuals the way I've seen personal brand really help people is it can assist individuals in they're looking for a job. You know, it's going to help them get that job because it's going to not only talk about what you do, but who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And then for current employees who are in the workforce and just trying to, you know, move up or move around, it's going to help them get recognized um, in a different way than other people, especially, again, if they can really embody it and demonstrate it in everything that they're doing. Well, that's something that I automatically had a question about, and you touched on it in a piece that I had uh, seen of yours, that 
you know, even in our workplace here, for example, we've done some like personality type assessment, so to speak, to see how we communicate mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And it's interesting to note, though, how some people might view you as opposed to you might view yourself. So how much of this is more of a subconscious thing or, or something we don't even realize we're doing? You know, I think a, a portion of everyone's brand comes from what is natural or authentic to them. So maybe that piece of it is subconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, some people are naturally more extroverted um, than others. Sure. Maybe, you know, other people are more analytical. So those might be pieces of someone's brand that are subconscious and that they're not really overtly thinking about it, but they're just parts of who they are that come out most naturally. I also think, you know, when people are focused on developing their personal brand, they can really leverage those subconscious pieces as they develop some of the other areas of the brand that they might want to be visible. So, for example, perhaps an analytical person who is naturally analytical, maybe a little bit of a subconscious piece of their brand, maybe if they want to be seen as more strategic, they can use those analytical skills to develop strategy. And then they suddenly are becoming known as not only analytical, but also analytical and strategic because they're developing the strategy. So certainly some pieces are subconscious, but I believe that you can leverage those subconscious pieces as you're kind of developing the overall brand. And I would guess, and for myself, even obviously as we're talking about this, things sort of run through my head and people are probably wondering, well, how do I really know what my brand is? How do I recognize it? How do I figure out what I'm sort of portraying to other people? What, what are some ways that, that individuals can recognize that? So they sort of have a starting point if they wanted to mm-hmm. either brand themselves differently or just, as you said, sort of improve upon or, or use that to their advantage. I think the best way you can find out what your brand is, is to ask questions. So, so find those trusted colleagues, peers, mentors, and really ask, you know, what's my personal brand? What, what is the perception of me? Because your brand is that conversation that's going on about you when you're not in the room. So, sure. you, so we all have one, whether we know it or not, we right. do have one. Um, and we might think we know what it is. We might have a good idea. And, and a lot of that may be accurate. But the best way to confirm it is to find out. So it's asking the people that you trust. So how am I perceived? What would you say that my personal brand is? What are the characteristics that I'm displaying? And so then, you know, you have this accurate picture, which you have something then to work with. You can then manage your brand from there. So you can either choose to alter it if you want to or even enhance it. But, but it's really important to kind of have that starting point, which I, I, I say, ask the question, find out, find out the conversation that's going on when you're not in the room. Do you have any suggestions then in terms of if people do want to maybe alter, maybe they talk to somebody and it's just like, wow, that's not really what I want to portray (laughs) or I want there to be something different. Or as you said, good, I'm glad that's what you guys are hearing or seeing and I want to make that better. I mean, how do you sort of go about that? I mean, do you have any examples maybe that could help people really sort of sink their teeth into something as opposed to just the idea, okay, yeah, use this or or try to alter it? Yeah, absolutely. I have a... um I have actually have a good example I can share, but the first thing I would say is you want to really decide what you want that personal brand to be. Mm-hmm. So once you find out what's the fact, um, then figure out, do I want, is that how I want to be, is that how I want to be coming across? So I have an example of a young leader who wanted to advance his career. He was working inside a, a large company and he found out that he was branding himself as a reserved, thoughtful hardworking and quiet leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he found this out by asking the question because he was interested in growing his career. So when he heard these words, some of it he was happy about, he wanted to be thoughtful and hardworking, but he wasn't 
as sure that he wanted to come across as a quiet leader. He wanted his brand really to bring up thoughts of being maybe more charismatic or dynamic. So he really needed to change that perception. And the best way to do that is to embody your brand. So really make it that primary focus of how you act and behave and sort of exhibit it in all that you do. And so for this young leader, he had to sort of rebuild his brand. Again, he wanted to maintain the thoughtful, hardworking piece, but he wanted Mm -hmm. to add that charismatic and dynamic piece. And how he did that was he had a practice being more dynamic, being more charismatic. And he did that too by observing other people, kind of finding some role models, and just starting to see himself in that role and behave in more charismatic and dynamic ways kind of get out of his shell. And of course, it takes time and practice and work. But um, the more he started to embody and display those traits, then his brand started to shift away from that quiet leader into more of that you know, dynamic leader. So it's really embodying it, kind of learning about the characteristics you want to display and finding some role models who you can learn from. I think that the role model side of it, I think that's definitely a, a great idea in terms of just being able to see it in action kind of thing. But the one thought I had, the question I had is, let's say you have been at a place of work for you know a number of years and people sort of have that idea of you. And then the shift starts to, starts to happen. I mean, is there any mm-hmm. concern that people start thinking you're just sort of being inauthentic and you're just, I don't know, playing a game, so to speak, that it's not really you? I mean, how do you avoid that sort of thing? Well, I think people are really quick to pick on pick up on traits that are inauthentic and not genuine. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be true to yourself. So, so you've got to be the best version of you you can be. I would say don't try and be somebody else. Right. But for this um, leader who I gave the example of, he was growing. So he was in a, a he was kind of coming into his own and taking on more responsibility. So he naturally became more dynamic as he took on more responsibility. Okay. So these these traits were true to who he was. He just hadn't had a chance to demonstrate them yet. So I think if it was a natural transition for him, I think if suddenly somebody decides to make a, you know, a complete 180 and do something that's totally not who they are and they appear uncomfortable with it, mm-hmm. then that's what's going to raise the questions from other people is this really the person or are they being inauthentic? So you've got to be really true to who you are and who you want to be. And then build from there. Obviously, with some of that, like with your example there, it was in within the same you know place of employment. Mm-hmm. If somebody is though looking to maybe move on at some point, whether it be you know maybe they're looking at a, a different company or a, a better position, how do you bring that brand across in a resume or a cover letter where you really you don't have the time and you don't you know people aren't seeing you in action? How, is there a, a good way to go about really portraying that brand in these documents? Yes. In fact, I recommend actually using some of your brand characteristics in your description of yourself. So I remember actually reading a cover letter one time where the person described herself as a skilled engineer. And I think it said she was a skilled engineer who was extremely committed to high quality work. So instantly I was interested because I thought, oh, okay, so here's somebody who's very dedicated, um, high quality. So those are some characteristics of her brand that she wanted to come across. Mm-hmm. And then you can also include that in your professional summary portion of your resume. And then as you're creating your resume or putting in some key accomplishments on your resume, anything you can do to demonstrate that. So this individual, for example, um, the high quality work, she had several examples in there of how her work had won uh, awards for different things okay. and got recognized. So it's 
stating it, you definitely want to state it and then having those examples to sort of back it up. On the flip side of things, then, you know, we talk about trying to maybe enhance that image a little bit or if you want to change it. What are some of the common mistakes, though, that maybe people fall into, maybe unintentionally, maybe sometimes Mm -hmm. intentionally, that that you've come across, that you've talked with people about, just anything that sort of pops to mind that are seen more as mistakes when it comes to your brand? So the first uh, one, I think, is assuming that people assume they don't have a brand. Mm. Um, Everyone has a brand, you know, whether you know it or not, you do. So don't assume you don't because you do. That's the first mistake. Um, And then the second common mistake Again, and we mentioned this a little bit earlier, is assuming you know what it is and how you're perceived. So you might have a general idea of how you're perceived, but don't assume you know everything. Um, And I can give you an example of this. I had a client who assumed that part of his personal brand was um, he was a hardworking employee. And he was a very hardworking employee. However, when he dug a bit deeper, he found out that he was, you know, his working so hard all the time actually came across as him being overwhelmed because hmm. he was so intense about his work sure. and so focused, but he didn't ever, he, he just kind of just gave the image of being overwhelmed. <laughs> and certainly he didn't want that to be part of his brand. So that's why it's, it's really important that you don't just assume you know what it is. Right. Because even though you might have a general idea, if you dig a little deeper, you might not actually be being perceived as you think you are. And then you, if you don't have that ac- accurate description of your brand, you can't really manage it properly. So, so just, again, don't assume. Well, and it's interesting because so many of the people we talk with and, and subjects vary. So much of it comes down to that like self-awareness piece and really understanding yourself. I mean, that's really where you're saying it all begins in this case as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're self-aware, usually that's the first step for anything. It's okay. I got it. I recognize it. Now I can do something with it or about it. Mm -hmm. Now, mentioning some of these mistakes, again, it happens. Obviously, people maybe don't understand what, you know, they haven't gone into this. They haven't thought about this idea of branding yet. Do you notice it more in certain industries? Do you notice it being more prevalent, having that brand in, in one industry versus another? Is it across the board? What's sort of been your experience? So from my experience, I'd say people who work with customers or clients who are brand focused may have more awareness of their personal brand and how it can impact job or business success. So oftentimes salespeople, they're just more aware of it because they're out interacting with customers who are brand focused. I'd say I haven't really seen one industry be more prone to making mistakes about their personal brands than others. I think it's just dependent upon how much attention one is, you know, giving to how they want to be perceived and, and giving to their personal brand. No, that definitely makes sense with the, the sales side of things. I think that, uh, that fits right into the, the category. Yep. Now, you, obviously, you've given us a couple of good examples as well. I mean, did you have any other circumstances where you recall somebody really struggling uh, with this idea of brand and, and you sort of guided them in a direction? Any other stories that, that stood out that could, again, help people just have a, another solid example to, to fall on? Actually, um, this is a, a young entrepreneur that I was working with who um, shifted her business focus to be more authentic to who she was. Mm-hmm. She really shifted because she didn't feel that what she was doing in her current line of work was authentic to who she was. And that's why I mentioned it's so important that when you're developing your personal brand, you really are true to, to who you are and who you want to be. Once she shifted from this 
sort of, she was in a very small focus area working with nutrition clients. And she expanded that um, just to having more impact, or actually getting more involved in the healthcare arena. She had a bigger focus, not only for her business, but for herself. Her brand was she desired to impact more people. Okay. And she wanted to have a broader reach. So she had to do a big shift. And I think things started to flow much more easily for her and come to her much more, or like clients came to her much more easily. Things just started to happen. And um, I, I believe it was because she shifted her brand to be more authentic to who she truly was. So that's just another key piece to keep in mind as you're working on personal brand. Well, Andrew, I mean, you've given us a, a lot of good information and, and clearly some direction. And ex- obviously, these examples are great to hear. As we look to sort of give our listeners a takeaway from this subject of of really understanding one's brand and managing it to a certain extent, what would be sort of your your final piece of advice, your takeaway, for just to help out the listeners a little bit further in their journey? So I would just summarize by saying, um, just remember that you do have a brand. And, and we often can forget this, especially for those folks listening who might be working inside the same company or been inside the same organization for a while, you mm-hmm. do have a brand, you want to manage it. And it really is what helps you stand apart from others. So it's definitely something to be aware of. And then I probably mentioned this three times already, but it's so important to just um, make it authentic to who you are. Don't try and be somebody else, you know, right. just be your best self and develop your brand from there. And as we tell our listeners all the time, we do some uh, webinars as well. If, if we mention something three or four times as you did, it's <laughs> probably pretty important. So uh, nothing wrong with that at all. Unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap things up here on this edition of Moving Up the Ladder and our examination of your personal brand and really how it affects your career, both within your current place of employment and if you're looking to move on elsewhere. Andrew, thanks again for bringing us your experience, perspective, and advice in this area. We definitely appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Tim. I appreciate it. Once again, that's our expert guest, Andrea Corso, the founder of C3 Coaching and Consulting. Of course, we also want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. So just shoot us an email with any comments or suggestions to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.